Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. It's obviously grand final week and we've got a mouth-watering matchup coming our way this Sunday. The Penrith Panthers going for their third premiership in a row and playing in their fourth grand final in a row, taking on the Brisbane Broncos, who were wooden spooners only two years ago. What a rise, what a return it has been for the Brisbane Broncos. And look, I am so happy to see the Brisbane Broncos back to where they should be and, you know, getting away from where they never should have been as well. This is such a proud franchise in our game. Uh, who has achieved so much. It is such an unbelievable brand. And I think rugby league is better when the Broncos are going well, as much as it shits me as a New South Wales fan to see Brisbane doing well. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about the Broncos going good that I absolutely love. And this has got a bit of an origin feel to it, this game. Obviously, the New South Wales Blues, a lot of them are selected um, from this Penrith Panthers side. Uh, and a lot of the Queensland Maroons coming from uh, this Queens- this Broncos side as well. So uh, really, really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And it has that feeling as, you know, it could be one of those great grand finals that we watch. I'm really excited for it. There's obviously a few things that will go a long way to deciding this game. I think we know what we're going to get out of the Penrith Panthers. I think the question is, what are we going to get out of the Broncos? And based on their last, you know, two finals games, I mean, I, I came into finals going, fuck, are they going to handle the big stages? I personally think they will. Uh, I think they will be okay. I think it just comes down to how many errors the Brisbane Broncos make. And, you know, that's my favourite thing about this side. When you're playing, you know, the 15 other sides in this competition, they've got enough talent to make errors but then to back themselves up with it and then to score points on the next time they've got the ball. You take enough shots, you're going to score enough points sort of stuff. But against this Penrith Panthers side, it will be very interesting to see how the Broncos go, if they can if they can afford to give away uh, that much ball. And if, you know, it's it, there's just so much that goes into it for the Brisbane Broncos. And grand final experience, as it always is, it is going to be key. And that's why I'm leaning towards the Penrith Panthers at this very moment. Uh, for me, though, I think the two fullbacks are very interesting. I think they're two of the best storylines going into 
into this game, Reese Walsh and Dylan Edwards. For me, I look at Reese Walsh, and as I've always said, from day one at the Warriors, you know, I remember when he made his debut, I posted a thing, assuming he'd stay at the Warriors. There was a picture of Roger Tuvasa-Shek and him running out together and said, hey, this could be a real iconic photo moving forward with Roger leaving and, and Walsh coming in. I believed at the time he was going to be a real superstar and really dominate. And he did become the main guy for the New Zealand Warriors. He then eventually made the decision to be back in Brisbane for family reasons and whatnot, took a huge pay cut to go back to the Broncos. And wow, what a decision it has turned out to be. Just knocked over the New Zealand Warriors with a very, very classy performance from Reese Walsh, considering he threw the intercept, which was you know very costly at the start there. Not many guys his age are able to come into a prelim final, throw an intercept that leads to a try, and then go on to have the game he did. And I know it was marred by some referee decisions and whatnot. I get that 100%. Uh, but you cannot deny that Reese Walsh was fucking electric in this game, and he was by far and away the most dangerous player on the field. Same as when he got to Origin. He was the most dangerous player on the field. He was just pulling the trigger at the exact right moment. Same as what he did the other night. Off the back of making a shocking mistake, a really bad error that should have rattled the living shit out of a young guy like him. This is what I love about Reese Walsh, I I've always said it. He, you know, he can make nine mistakes and he's going, give me the ball. I'm ready to make my 10th, which a lot of people out there nowadays will sit there and go, well, you can't be making mistakes. You can't be doing that. Blah, blah, and just absolutely jump on him because that's the sort of culture and society we're living in at the moment, especially in rugby league. But this guy has a particular mindset and his mindset is, I'm going to take shots at you. And just because I get them wrong, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop taking shots at you. I'm going to keep coming at you. And it is a true winner's mentality. James Maloney, he had the exact same mentality. He'd make a hundred, he'd make so many mistakes. Takes James Maloney, but it wouldn't rattle him. He'd be ready to go again. And because James Maloney had premierships next to his name, we all went, oh, no, that's right. It's Jimmy. He can do that. Reese Walsh, he doesn't have the premierships next to his name right now, so we're still able to jump on him and pile shit on him. But he is a true talent, and it's it's going to shine through over the next few years. I've always said Reese Walsh, he's going to make a lot of errors, but he's also going to win a lot of games of football, and they're going to win him more games of football than he lost. Last year, it was probably losing him more games than the New Zealand Warriors, and everyone jumped on him. Everyone said he was shit. I always stood by it, and tell me now, we've, we're now at the end of the season. He's playing in a grand final. He's dominated Origin. Has his mindset won him more games than he's lost? I'll let you decide that. This will be key, though, this week. You're coming up against one of the most relentless sides of all time in the Penrith Panthers. If you you give them too many opportunities, they will make it count. Even if they don't make it count on the scoreboard, if you give them opportunities, they will hold the ball for the next five minutes. Nathan Cleary's kicking game the other night. First half, it was it was average. Second half, it was incredibly. It was just death by a thousand cuts sort of stuff. And if you're going to hand the ball over to this Panther side, they are going to make it count and they are really going to hurt you. So Reese Walsh, he has to pick his moments in this game. But, I mean, we got to origin, and that's exactly what he did. He made some errors the other night. They were playing free, frantic footy, offloading the ball, throwing it all over the place. I mean, there was still a couple of errors he got away with, the forward pass and whatnot too. But we did get to origin. And he did go up against a lot of these guys in the biggest arena he'd been in yet on the biggest stage. And he was really good. He didn't make too many errors. He held his nerve. He picked his moments. He worked his way into the game. And that'll be the key for him this week, Reese Walsh. It'll be very interesting to see how he goes. But he is the young su- superstar. He is, you know, I think he's one of the most appealing guys in the competition right now. People absolutely love Reese Walsh. And he is electric. And he's still, and because he is so popular, he's got so many people that are just waiting for him to fall, waiting for him to fail. And if he doesn't do well in this grand final, people will pile on him. And that's completely fine. They did the same thing to Cam Munster in, in 
2018. He's gone on to have a pretty fucking good career, Cam Munster. People will want to jump on the back of Reese Walsh and give him shit, and, you know, he's going to get all the way to a grand final. If he doesn't perform this week, people will say, I told you so, but you're missing the mark by a country fucking mile. This kid has got such a big future ahead of him, and this is going to be a fantastic stepping stone. I cannot rule out him winning a premiership, and I think that if the Broncos win this premiership and win this grand final, I think he's a red-hot favorite to be that Clive Churchill medalist. I just think the way that they play, everything is based around creating space for him. And that Penrith Panthers, the edge defense, they have had the best edge defense in the league for a couple of years now. So it's not going to be like those other games. They are going to have to throw absolutely everything at this Panthers side to beat them. But you would argue the Broncos with Adam Reynolds, you know, Herbie Farmworth, Katoni Starks, Reese Walsh, Shelvin Cobb, these sort of guys, they've got everything to throw at you as well. You know the forward pack's going to compete. Are they going to get over the top at Penrith? I don't know, but I, I know they're going to compete with them. I know they're going to do more than what the Melbourne Pack did the other night. I know they're going to do more than what the Warriors Pack did two weeks ago. I know that Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, these sort of guys, they are all big game players. They're going to be up for this, and they're going to go toe-to-toe with Fish, with Mosley-Otter, these sort of guys. I think a lot of it is going to come down to how much Adam Reynolds can get out of Reese Walsh and how much he can get out of the Penrith Panthers' edges. I cannot wait for it. And you know what? Reese Walsh, he's going to make mistakes in this game. I'm sure he will, but it's about how he backs them up and how the, how the Brisbane Broncos can defend their errors. They've played high-octane attack all year. Yeah, you saw the other night. I think they had 25 offloads in that game. For a prelim final, that is outrageous. But when you've got guys like Flegler, Carrigan, Farmworth, Staggs, Haas, these guys with offloading ability, why not play to it? I think it is the way to try and beat the Penrith Panthers. You have to make them feel uncomfortable. The Brisbane Broncos sitting in a really good spot. They have got guys that can offload, guys that can offload late at a high efficiency, and they've got one of the best kicking games in the NRL. What's been the blueprint to beat the Penrith Panthers or Penrith Panthers players in the State of Origin arena? Late offloads, create second-phase footy, make them uncomfortable, and kick early. Adam Reynolds, there is no one you'd rather have in that driver's seat with your kicking game than him. And then off the back of second-phase footy, you've got the most electric player in the game. Uh, I won't say Dylan Edwards. I was going to talk about him in a minute. You've got the most electric player in the game, Reese Wall. The Broncos are in a nice little spot here. I think they have got the team that can shake the Penrith Panthers, but they're going to have to get a lot of things right, and they're going to have to be able to, to to defend their errors. And whilst the Penrith Panthers, their attack might not be as exciting as the Brisbane Broncos, for me, it is much more efficient. It is much more consistent. You know what you're going to get every single week, and you're going to get it for 80 minutes. The Brisbane Broncos, they can come in and out of games, yeah? But the Penrith Panthers, they're consistent as all hell. If Reese Walsh is the best player on the field, I personally think the Brisbane Broncos probably probably win this grand final. But the Penrith Panthers are going to really test him. They're going to work out a way to take away your plan A. And plan A will be get Reese Walsh in good spots like we have all year and let him carve up their edges. If they're not able to do that, it'll be interesting to see how the Brisbane Broncos turn that and how Adam Reynolds adapts their game plan to using Reese Walsh. Um, so Reese Walsh, he's the first guy I'm very, very excited about this week. I cannot wait to watch him play. Uh, you know, I can't even wait to see him during the week, how excited he's going to be, how keen he's going to be. He's going to take it on, win, lose draw, whatever it is, you know that Reese Walsh isn't going to leave anything in the tank. He's going to 100% go at this game. The other man, Dylan Edwards. He's actually chasing a bit of history this week. We mentioned on Instagram yesterday, uh, him and Nathan Cleary, they're the only guys running around in this game who have previously won a Clive Churchill medal. So if the Panthers do manage to win, well, not even if they manage to win this game, we've seen a lot of Clive Churchills go to players on losing sides. Uh, But if Dylan Edwards or Nathan Cleary manages to win a Clive Churchill medal this Sunday, uh, they'll join a pretty elite class of guys to have got two men in the matches in grand finals or Clive Churchills. Uh, That list includes a rugby league immortal, Norm Proven. It includes Billy Slater. 
later, arguably the best fullback we've ever seen. Wombat Graham Eady, one of the greats of all time. Bradley Clyde, arguably the most complete forward of all time. A list of just absolute stars. Absolute stars from a long period of time that have dominated our game. Uh, And it would be pretty cool to see one of these guys enter that group. Brett Kenny as well, of course, scored in 82 and 83. But the other thing as well is that, yes, Nate Cleary and Dylan Edwards can enter that group. And if Nate Cleary wins it, he'll become the sixth man to have two Clive Churchill medals. But if Dylan Edwards wins it, wow, he goes into not only that group, but an even more elite group of guys that have won back-to-back Man of the Match awards in grand finals, a.k.a. the Clive Churchill medal. Now, the other two guys that have done it, it was actually just before uh, it was named the Clive Churchill medal, so it was just the official grand final day Man of the Match. Of course, we started uh, the Clive Churchill medal in 1986. Peter Sterling, he was the first recipient of it. Of course, it was just after uh, the great Clive Churchill had passed away. So we started it then. But you look at 82 and 83, Brett Kenny, he won it in both of those grand finals, scored two tries in both of those games after scoring two tries in 81 as well. An incredible effort. So Brett Kenny, he's done it. The other one was Norm Proven, who we unfortunately lost over the last year or two. And of course, he is the man that is literally on our trophy. He is a hallmark of our game, Norm Proven. Uh, and he managed to do it all the way back in the 1950s as well. I think it was 57 and 58 he managed to do it. Obviously, that dragon side, one of the greats of all time, which I don't know, does that make it easier, harder to win man of the match? I've got no idea, but Styx managed to do it uh, in two grand finals in a row. So if Dylan Edwards manages to win the Clive Churchill this weekend, he will be one of three players ever to win back-to-back man of the match awards in Yeah, in the grand final. Unbelievable stuff. Crazy. Especially when you consider he's a fullback that has not played a game of representative football yet. Dylan Edwards is one of the most unique characters of all time. I remember looking at him a couple of years ago when he won his first premiership and going, you know what? He's probably going to be like Luke Patton. I don't know if he ever actually plays rep footy, but he'll always be pretty good. Since then, he's not pretty good. He's fucking elite. He has now got two premierships, three grand finals, a Clive Churchill medal, and my God, if he goes to another level this Sunday and manages to win another Clive and goes into the only three men ever to win back-to-back Clive Churchills, that would be fucking unbelievable. There is a so, there is so much water to go under the bridge between now and then, and I completely understand that. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But my God, you've got to appreciate this guy who can't even get a gig in the Origin Arena any rep game. Yet he's able to potentially achieve stuff like this. It really is unbelievable. And when you look at the way that Reese Walsh plays and did Dylan Edwards plays, I mean, they probably couldn't be any different. I mean, the way that they attack through the middle, pretty similar. Reese Walsh, obviously a little bit quicker than Dylan Edwards, a little bit more electric. But Dylan Edwards, his awareness and where he puts himself, uh, he's just always in the right spot consistently. And he will be popping up, giving those Broncos forwards a really hard time in that game. You have a look at... 
the way that Reese Walsh plays, as I said, he's a guy that can make nine mistakes. He's ready to make the 10th. Dylan Edwards, he makes two mistakes and you go, oh my God, what is he doing? I've never seen him make mistakes before. He is the most consistent fullback in the NRL for me. And I don't think there's any real question about that. I don't think you could name anyone that is more consistent. Does he have the ceiling of Reese Walsh? Probably not. Uh, but can can Reese Walsh do the things that Dylan Edwards does? Can he run for 300 metres coming out of his own end? Can he get on the front foot like Dylan Edwards does consistently? I don't think so. So whilst Reese Walsh has the huge highs, you have a look at their floor, and Reese Walsh has got a very low floor. If he has a bad game and he is off, he can get himself in trouble very, very quickly. But his ceiling is just so high, whereas Dylan Edwards, he might not have the highest ceiling in the world. At the end of the day, he only plays one side of the ruck, but his floor is so high. It is so fucking high. It is crazy. You know in every single game, you're going to get an 8 out of 10 from Dylan Edwards. You know with Reese Walsh, you're probably either going to get a 5 or a 6, or you're going to get a 9 and a half. And most of the time this year, he's produced nine and a halves. Can he do it on the biggest stage under the brightest lights against the best players in this competition and the best team in this competition? I'm not quite sure. We'll have to wait and see. But you know what you're going to get out of Dylan Edwards, whether he's playing the team that won the Wooden Spoon or whether he's playing the Brisbane Broncos on grand final day. You know you're going to get the same performance. It's going to be consistent and he's not going to let his Penrith Panthers down. I cannot wait for this matchup between these two. They are so, so different. It is unbelievable and I cannot wait to watch how the teams use their fullbacks and how they utilize themselves as well. You know that Reese Walsh, he's going to be the guy on the end of shape. He's going to be coming up with the highlights, whereas Dylan Edwards, he's going to be the volume guy. Every time you're going to look up, Dylan Edwards is either going to be scooting in support or returning the ball. He's going to absolutely work his dick off. He's been there for two in a row. He's won the Clive Churchill in one of them. He was tremendous in the first one. He lost the one before that. He has done it all Dill Edwards, and this will just be another notch on his belt if he's able to take home another premiership. It'll be the third premiership in a row for a fullback who is yet to play rep football, who could potentially have two Clive Churchill medals and be one of the three guys to do whatever. Honestly, unbelievable stuff. And then, you know, obviously contrasted with the young superstar who had to move clubs to get an opportunity. He comes back and absolutely lights it up, dominates Origin. He now gets to the biggest game of his career by far and away, taking on the biggest challenge, the Penrith Pan. This is going to be an unbelievable game of footy. I cannot wait for it, and I cannot wait to watch these two go head-to-head.